Arg, Grog. Hey everyone, it's a Sideship Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Kerry Warbis and Matthew Weir. We've had amazing feedback to the Madeleine Leslie um, episode. It's already our um, biggest download. Is that the right way of putting it? That's, that's good enough, isn't it? Yeah, you're channeling your inner Nadine Doris there, aren't you? <laughs> well, I'm moving, as I both said to you before the podcast, I'm moving to a, a Tory stronghold. So I'm just sort of getting ready for a new life as a, you know, as a massive self-interested NIMBY. But, um, <laughs> uh, and then also um, we did our Patreon special. So um, for, you know, the people, the generous people who contribute to the podcast, they've been lucky enough to hear us rambling, you know, over the festive period. Well, not just that, they'll, they'll know what are two truths and one lie. We answered some very probing questions, didn't we? So. We did. Anyone who isn't a Patreon can still become one and listen to it. Should we chuck in an advert and then start talking nonsense about the archers? I Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We only took one week off. But then, it, but then I sort of I got revved up a few days ago, and I started listening to the Archers again, and because uh, just you know life was too busy, and I wasn't really sort of in in my normal routine. I think it's probably the same for everyone, right? You get a bit discombobulated over Christmas, mm-hmm. and then so it was just obviously it's not like listening to it for the first time. But I did find myself a couple of times this this week just going, "My God, this is a part of old guff," <laughs> and mainly, mainly when David and Ruth were on on air. There's been a lot of those too, hasn't there? <laughs> I quite liked, I don't know if you can remember a recent cider shed where I said, all I want is to go to the different houses Christmases and hear what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, on the Sunday episode, which was Christmas Day morning, they were um, peeling the potatoes and chopping violently the veg. David was, wasn't he? And then we went, we hip-hopped between David's Christmas dinner and the cheap pork at Tracy's gaff. And I quite, I quite enjoyed that. Silence from you. <laughs> <laughs> That's deserved as well. No, I, I, I quite liked the Christmas episode as well. Go on, Peter, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that it was a very intentionally sort of juxtaposed experience, wasn't it? The kind of mm. un, sort of unselfconscious, very kind of freewheeling joy of the Horobin household compared to the, <laughs> even at a moment of reconciliation, the awkwardness of Brookfield. Yeah. Mm. There was that, um, that moment where Pip said, 
Rosie thinks her uncles are much more interesting than me. We're like, uh, it's not just Rosie, Pip. <laughs> I think it might be everyone listening in right now. Yeah, so she couldn't even be asked to play with her daughter on Christmas Day, could she? Oh, me, the uncles are better at that. I'll just leave her to it. The bet that they had about Jill um, mm. interfering, they, they had odds, didn't they? Uh, Ruth said it would be about half an hour. Yeah. Uh, Pip thought it would be at least an hour. But I thought the, the odds were strained. The, the winnings were strained, wasn't it? Mm. Loser gets an extra Yorkshire pudding. Did I hear that right? You did. Yeah. Or was it winner gets an extra Yorkshire pudding? <laughs> yeah, it was winner, wasn't it? Yeah. Good joke, Matthew. And do you have Yorkshire puddings on your Christmas dinner? We didn't. He was doing beef. Was he? I Someone yeah. asked that on Twitter and I hadn't heard what they were cooking. It was beef with a dry Moroccan rub. That's it. Yes, the rub. Yeah. And and also, um, you know, I know that I can be quite strident in my opinions, but life is too short to be a Yorkshire pudding fundamentalist. If you want to have Yorkshire puddings with your roast, go for it. Pork, yeah. chicken, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I just thought afterwards when Pip said, I'm never going to eat again, was that because she was full or because David had like... <laughs> cooked an absolute massacre up there was much fussing by david wasn't there i really wanted him to just nail it and be fine but he gravy was too thick he'd thrown away the vegetable water so he couldn't put that in the gravy. by the way don't you salt vegetable water and it reduces and reduces you shouldn't be putting that to thin out a you shouldn't really put that to thin out a gravy because you can I do. super salty gravy aren't you oh no i no, it's not wildly salty mm, okay uh, good point though you're the one who's the chef. One thing we haven't considered is the stress of knowing you've got to cook for Rosie. I mean, there's the rest <laughs> of Brookfield to cater for, and then there's that little, you know, nugget sitting at the end of the table, <laughs> eyes like daggers. She ate the whole lot, didn't she? And they, everyone else had one Yorkshire pudding each. <laughs> exactly. Hence the bet. Yeah. Here, here's the scenario, Kerry. You're at mm. home on Christmas Day and Shula's going to video call. Do you make sure you're outside <laughs> disinfecting the feeders in the hen house at that moment? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of stab myself in the eye with a fork at the dinner table and run away. Do you think Jill's got off too lightly? Yes. Okay, off you go then. <laughs> do you not? I do. I do. Oh, good, good. I mean, because the fact that they said Vince wouldn't, all right, Vince did go nuclear, didn't he? And they said, well, Vince wouldn't be welcome anyway. Um, and I got the impression from what they said, Elizabeth, Lily and Freddie would be over later. But um, mm. yeah, and then she said it would be nice to see them. Or did, did she say that? Or it would, be, it would have would have been nice to mm. see them. I wasn't sure. But she I presumed she wasn't including Vince, and we don't know where he was. Yeah, that's true. One of the worst things about the whole Jill thing was when David said, "Oh, it's all you know." He said, "I'm going to go and get your stuff from the bull," and then said. Uh, Oh, it's all whatever's happened in the past. It's all water under under the bridge, isn't it, Ruth? <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's a really lousy thing to do because Ruth's got to go. Yes, David, it is on Christmas <laughs> Day when Jill's just appeared and is on the sherry. She, there's no mm. way she can go. Well, actually, no, I don't think it is because she was awful to Ben, and yeah, we need to sort it out. But I don't feel like. You know, everything is now suddenly okay. I felt that the scriptwriters were dying to throw in a joke about there being a frozen theme in the living room and David's veg 
on the on the lunch, but they didn't go for it. Oh. Like, like he had a load of bird's eye ready in the freezer. Mm. Frozen, yes, like your veg, Dad. <laughs> I thought to Kerry's point about um, David, I, th- I thought that was really shitty as well, Kerry. Mm. But I thought it was kind of foreshadowing um, Ruth's grudge lingering, and that while everyone else has forgiven Jill, mm. Ruth is not going to. I think that's going to hang around. And then yeah. also, so I thought it was two big clues. That was the first one. Mm. And was, I mean, I I think there was probably pretty much everyone immediately realised that Leonard was the person who bought the land, right? So I thought those were the two big clues for upcoming plots. Yeah, there is, there are people surmising that that has happened. But because right. he's not said, um, how's the sale of the land going? Not that are I've they... got any interest at all, don't I? Yeah, I'm just asking, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kept sort of going... Hello, sorry to interrupt. Didn't he kept popping into rooms again? Like, <laughs> Trashing guitars, yeah. like Pete Townsend in his heyday, walking back out again, then saying, oh, I only came in to talk about the air fryer. Sorry, uh, the air compressor. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know whether he has bought it, do you? I'm hoping he puts a couple of static caravans there and fills it with sex workers. <laughs> it's like a kind of um, Nevada-style, you know, little kind of... Well, like Andrew uh, Tate. Sex ranch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that our first, that's our first Andrew Tate reference of the night. I hope yeah. that's not. Now my little, um, uh, uh, what felt like a harmless joke about a septuagenarian pimp now feels very sinister and dark, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe him and Jill, would, when they were down in the caravan of love, maybe they've just been like road testing the idea. Mm. That's what I was thinking. A bunch of game girls that they know from, you know, the uh, the bingo circuit who want to earn a few extra pennies. I wasn't thinking about trafficked women, but no. yeah. Mm. Um, what's the... Why would he be asking about that though? If he's, do you think he's buying through a third party and David and Ruth are just being complete curmudgeons about selling? He's throwing he's, them off the scent, isn't he? He's yeah. he's sort of pretending he's interested in something, uh, I guess that he actually knows all about. It's either him or him or Vince, isn't it? Hopefully. Well, I thought it was like because um, I've been obviously you know my i'm moving house this week. That's why that's why I'm on a slightly kind of mm. weird sounding microphone. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I immediately thought about the fact that even if you are buying or selling from someone, you don't know everything, like, because the solicitors are in the way and, and, and actually you're in, you know, like all, all the last few months, it would have been great just to talk directly with a person who is, you know, buying Mm. from me, but I can't because I have to sort of like do it through this kind of ridiculously labyrinthine process. But yeah, so that's what I thought Leonard might be doing is just like, you know, sort of going, oh, actually what the hell's going on? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting mm. nuggets of info that you can't get otherwise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's so that was you. my very selfish perspective. Yeah, I thought I thought it was odd as well that Jill sort of said about the food thing. You know, she she needs to remember that food is not the only way to sh- to show love. She's learned to look about <laughs> that, and um, words and actions are more important. And you think, God, you've been alive one hundred and forty years, and you've just realised this. Yeah, my three and a half year old son is already starting to realise that. but she kept good on her promise because she she's starving them now she only gave them one christmas cake and they were all gathered around miserly (laughs) munching on it weren't they yeah ruth's up and i've just realized something this is the only cake in the house (laughs) you know that deeply unfair photograph of wayne rooney and his family on a turkish beach yes yeah um that's how i kind of see the brookfield lot kind of like just shuffling (laughs) around their patch of land um, it was very snobbish that picture of them. Although um, for for people who haven't seen them, it looks like a Gary Larson drawing of what a family might look like. It's kind of 
it's deeply unflattering but yeah sort of just yeah these kind of like homunculus troll creatures just staring at one slice of cake kind of like mumbling and drooling so um just going back to david Mm. so it seems less than two weeks ago Mm. he was so protective of ben to the point where he yelled at pip like he can't be laying tablecloths yes you're gonna break him and now he's just like right you little work shite git you're not gonna stick around here all day hallucinating sheepdogs <laughs> you've got to get out there and earn some cash and it's just kind of very strange that he's turned even yeah. for david this is just it's too much isn't it wildly inconsistent yep. as well one minute like you say he he was dancing around him delicately and he thought oh good he's he's getting the idea here that Ben's really struggling and needs support. And so what if he has a nine-month break? Yeah. He'll, I mean, he'll for, redo it. And, yeah. For the interest of the pedants, I know it's not about getting out there and earning money. He's just said he, you have to go out there and keep busy um, on mm. his course. But nursing, it was starting to really stress him out. So it makes perfect yeah. sense for him to defer. I thought David actually did say you need to go earn some money, didn't he? As well. Well, he asked. He asked where would money would come if the if the mm. grant was suspended. I think so. There was an element of that. Oh, he's so and then, then he, him, isn't he? I know, but then he said he was going to go work in care homes. Mm. Um, and Ruth said, "Oh, well, they're they're really on. You know, they're really pushed at the moment." I was like, "Yes, so they need workers, Jill. That's how it works." <laughs> Have you? Do you not read the news? But he's going to also um, step up Bess's training. So I think maybe he could like do a hybrid thing and mm-hmm. take Bess to herd a load of octogenarians around the Lakey Hill. <laughs> he did say there'll be a crossover, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, be perfect. That's what he meant, but, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Where's the where's the entire like um, residency of the Laurels gone? And then you've got them kind of running around like Benny Hill sketch, <laughs> <laughs> going into a pen. <laughs> I have an irrational hatred of Bess. The That's dog. the dog, isn't it? Yeah. I cannot stand it. Every reference of it makes me feel really quite angry. I'm sick to death of that bloody dog. The only thing that freaks me out about Bess's presence is that on a, when she's in a scene, you've just got to go, <laughs> and it just sounds like someone's cracking one off in the background, <laughs> and they're just pretending they haven't Is noticed. that how you masturbate, Matthew? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, honestly. He was that... doing it then, Peter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just got a quick three seconds. That's it. If, you, oh. if you sign up to Patreon, you'll hear longer. <laughs> Maybe it's not Bess you hate. It's Ben sort of going, oh, Bess, I've got to spend more time with Bess. My Bess, I'm sleeping with Bess. Yeah. Is it him it's, wanging on about Bess? I think, you know, so I, I think it's the fetishization of pets, animals that I find. I, I adore dogs. I've always had dogs. I can't wait to have a dog again. The fact I don't have a dog shows how seriously I take, you know, the conditions under which I think they think you should have them. Like, you know, I, I don't like think it's fair to keep a dog if you're not willing to, you know, be in its company most of the day. But, but they're not f-ing people, and mm. people who talk about their pets as if they're people drive me absolutely crazy. Oh, yes. And yeah. Bess, Ben is through the roof on that kind of like he's just like you know it's just like no. And also this this idea that somehow it's what where's all this training going to? What is it going to, it's going to be a professional sheepdog? Well, it, yeah, it was given to him as a project, wasn't it? Yeah, but you, you're off. To, you're you're going to be off being a, a nurse or working in a care home. So all this training's for nothing anyway. Then you're going to sell the dog, are you? So you're training it. To, you're training it for for to have all of these skills. You never actually. So it's the dogs can be incredibly frustrated. Collies are in. I think it's a collie, probably are incredibly intelligent animals. It'll be. It'll. It'll. It'll be trained to do all these things, and it'll be frustrated because it can't do them. Anyway, 
like I said, so that, yeah, the crossover with the care home. It'll work brilliantly. <laughs> yeah. Come by, yeah. come by. I, I hadn't yep, thought about the... when Bess would actually do what Bess is being trained to do. I'm a f***ing idiot. If, if, you t- if you two have got this right and Ben ends up being the first ever um, uh, <laughs> uh, old person shepherd, you know, getting Bert from the um, rec room all the way to the ping pong room for, you know, <laughs> in time for the afternoon <laughs> session, then that's absolutely fine. Mm. No, you're right, you're right. I reckon if you go on... Uh, if you go on the, the internet, you'll probably find someone that's already done this with a dog. And it's just... Rounding fun. up old people. Yeah, I mm. can imagine. Yeah, anyway, sorry for the rant. It's been, I haven't done a rant in a while, have I? So, you know, I'm going to have one. It's needed. Off. We had a week off. Yeah, the week off was lovely. Mm. Um, <laughs> what did you think? Oh. Hang on, what? <laughs> so it's my turn, is it? Matthew's masturbated. Now Kerry's masturbated. Now surely it's my turn. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> we did meet on the week off. Come on. <laughs> Albeit two days earlier than we usually record. Yeah, but it was nice on the Friday to think, I don't have to do anything with headphones on. Well, some of us were masturbating with headphones on, so speak for yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do I get from Matthew masturbating to Tony being an absolute... King bellend with his guitar. I don't know. Is or is that enough of a segue? Tony wasn't a bellend with the guitar. Lillian was a bellend. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Tony was all right. It's, can't, okay, let's meet in the middle. Let's be. Let's be. Let's be fair about this. They were both bellends then. I'll tell you who was a bellend. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> General assets. Bellend Olympics. Who's taking gold? Who's taking silver? Who's taking bronze? You're saying Pat's in gold. I don't think he's going to get much pushback. So it's bronze and silver. I think Tony was more of a Bellend than Lillian was. I think he was too. Why? Because yeah. Lillian just thought she was doing the right thing, and she she'd got she'd been buoyed by Linda's Christmas card getting down from the attic scenario, and she was convinced oh. that she'd bought her brother, her brother, who's so put upon the thing he'd always wanted. And he just kind of looked at it. Did you hear the bit where he played that really deathly awful discordant yes. rattling of the strings? And like yeah. that was the perfect, you know, in Bond, great. where Bond appears and he goes, Bring. Bring. that's the noise when they go over to um, Bridge Farm that should play in the archers. <laughs> just this awful like, <laughs> death, doom, rattle. I think it's all awful. He, he She's you know, run away with this message in a bottle thing, right, I'm getting him a guitar. Not only that, he was forced to open it and be pleased about opening it. He was then told he had to have some form of lessons and she's going to keep up to date with how he's progressing every step of the way. Immediately, I would have just thrown the guitar on the fire if someone (laughs) was sort of making me do something that I don't want to do. Then Pat, oh, she had a right go at him, didn't she? Well, you've always been a very difficult man, Tony, but you've really taken the biscuit or something tonight. And I thought, poor bloody Tony's been handed this guitar he didn't want or hadn't wanted since, I don't know, how many years ago is it? For about 10 minutes? I like the bit where he said there's a difference. You know, she said maybe this desire has been lying dormant. And he said there's a difference between being dormant and extinct. I was like, <laughs> well, not much in that house, Tone, really. Oh, it was so funny. Like, I just felt really bad for him. And then he tried to palm it off onto David, saying, um, you can have it. And he knew it was a decent one and wanted to offer money, didn't he? Was like, oh, no, 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 you can just have it. Please just take it away. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea that you should form a band with Ed on drums. Yes, and that Lillian knew about the White Stripes. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of the uh, the color and noun equivalent for Lee and um, for Ed and Tony's band, and all I could come up with was the brown skids. <laughs> or Dross and Drosser, because you've got one of the original members of Dross. It was Tony and Lee, wasn't it? No, oh, was it Lee? Yeah, because Lee oh, drums. Yes, it was. Ed yeah. was in Dross, wasn't he? Yeah, so I got the wrong end of the... Mm. Hey, Lee's daughters were up. What are their names? Oh, don't do that again. He didn't know what they were. <laughs> How are we supposed to know? I know what they are. He's addicted to quizzing after grilling uh, Madeline Leslie for 10 minutes. Later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Evie and Mabel are Lee's okay. daughters. He had them for the whole week. You could have said any two names then. and I was well, going, oh, yeah, You'll remember yeah. next time, won't you? Hmm. Not guaranteed. Can I put in the defence for Tony and the... Yeah. Yeah, no defence for Tony, the defence for Lillian and the attack on Tony. So I feel like if someone gave me... Let's not pick a musical instrument because I would have loved to be given any instrument. That would be just like my dream gift. If I was just given a random instrument and told, you know, to go and have lessons, I'd be over the moon. So let's say a macrame set. Someone just gave me a macrame set. I don't. I think I'd be. I'd be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, but I'd be like, I'll get some YouTube videos out. I'll start having a go. I'm obviously not going to waste it. I think anything like that, anything creative, I would be like, that's going to be a fun few evenings. It might not be for me. I might have to go back and say, oh, actually, childhood, childhood, Peter was wrong. Macrame wasn't for me. But just his total instant and sort of uncompromising eorishness was very frustrating. No, I'm with Tony. <laughs> okay. I, I think it what it says, what it shows is it was yeah, good intentions from Lillian, but she doesn't know him really. Like he was going, I'm 71, I don't want to learn new skills. <laughs> I understand that. Like, you know, he wants to just relax and enjoy any piece he gets. Or he wanted to fiddle about with his trains, didn't he? And Pat had got him a transformer. I thought it would have been great if on Christmas Day he'd opened up and it had been Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go down the Transformer album uh, joke. Oh, Lou Reed. Yeah. Yeah, could have been that too. Apparently David um, was Ambridge's answer to Mark Bolan. <laughs> I wish he had wrapped himself yeah, up. You, you beat me to it, Carrie. I was about to say, you, I wish he'd, yeah. <laughs> and I have been trying to think of puns uh. based on... Um, mm. T-Rex jokes. I haven't got one yet. The best one I got was Mental Guru. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, love. Or Parental Guru, given this week's storyline. <gasps> yeah. He's not very good at it, is he? Do you know what, Kerry? 99 times out of 100, I find myself being convinced by your arguments. I'm going to say this is one mm. of a very few occasions where I feel, at the end of it, no more swayed. Okay. Can we not just meet in the middle and say they're both f***ing bellends? And move on with life. Can I just say Lillian's more of a bell end because she was bigging up the hunt? The thing is, you're looking at this from a very singular perspective. You've just spent two weeks in in Ambridge. So, you know, you've been surrounded by the sound of um, clinking, dimpled beer glasses and, um, you know, uh, uh, um, what, what's, what are those dogs called again? Beagles jumping over hedges. <laughs> well, I didn't. I di- actually didn't see those. Kerry and I are never going to agree. Um, Matthew hasn't taken a side. So let's see if we can find some agreement on Horny George. <laughs> Poor lad. Matthew, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just a bit of a difficult topic, isn't it? Because what, what do you think about um, uh, sort of untidy fixations on um, Fallon? <laughs> and on teenage seduction techniques um kerry do you do you have any thoughts yeah well peter and i did think we should have a word with you about this matthew 
Oh, yeah. yeah, you can do it via the medium of sheep. Yes, <laughs> yes. You see Stanley over there, <laughs> <laughs> the ram. Um, that's you, that is. <laughs> and uh, there's a you that's not quite right. Okay, you've completely convinced me. I'm right off Alan now. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> Natasha Van Camp can, can uh, to reduce her security detail down to a you know, couple of dozen. Well, whoever Natasha Van Campen is, she might want to take action against us. Okay, who, who, what's the real name? Joanna. <laughs> well, <laughs> the cast of the archers can sleep, sleep at night knowing I don't even know their names. <laughs> there is one called Natasha, isn't there? A character. Just, so, sort of yeah, half there is. There. Yes. Yeah, we, we did. We did get followed on Instagram by who was it? The, the uh, woman uh, Daisy, the who plays Pip. Big fan of you, Pip. Oh dear. We've only had one um, character on who we were sort of like, you know, sort of fairly hard on. So I was actually thinking that would be quite good to get because everyone, uh, you know, we've had Tracy, Chelsea, Russ, who we famously do all three characters, and then Lee, who we were kind of like, you know, brought round to by Ryan in a big way. So I was hoping that maybe we could be convinced about Pip. Is there something we're missing? Do you think that would be a good idea or not? I would imagine they understand that Pip is there to be a little bit of a stirrer, don't Mm. they? And to be really annoying, I would hope. It would be really interesting to speak to the actress. Yes, that's what I was thinking. About the character and how she sees Pip. Will she really generously say, oh, she's lovely <laughs> or she surely surely must know that she's mm. how she is because we 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 were we were sincerely and gushingly flattering about madeline's portrayal and about chelsea as a character um but yeah i would i would like to talk to some of the actors who play some of the characters we were not as fond of yeah and she's playing her really really well yeah absolutely this the annoying sort of defective parent which it? was actually to be fair always our argument about russ was that mm. the people who hate the people who hate russ so much didn't weren't recognizing what an effective character he was yeah but yeah so so that's one thing so maybe we should try and get that um try and get those wheels in motion um you know um and then the other thing is of course going back to george um you know we've we've helped matthew deal with his um you know micro crush on natasha Van Campen. No, what? Joanne Van Campen. Joanne. (laughs) Natasha Van Campen is currently calling the police. (laughs) Natasha, whoever you are, wherever you are, you are utterly safe, we promise. But um, but yeah, so what what do we think of the whole George thing? I did see someone say they thought George was amazing on Twitter. They loved him. I'm enjoying George. I have enjoyed George in previous weeks. This week, um, I felt for him a little bit because he Mm. knows everyone's been talking about him. Um, he hasn't really done anything wrong, has he? And I think there are lots of people who are worrying that he will do something awful as a response to this, but I don't think he will. I was sympathetic with him until he went up to um, Natasha today and said, oh, I could be balls deep in them button girls at a moment's notice. Fallon. Um, <laughs> Fallon. I did it on purpose. Okay, all right. <laughs> I did it on purpose, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, that was uh, up until that point, I was definitely on Team George. I was like, this is effectively, this is really overkill. Yeah, she was quite clever because she sort of went, oh, well, if I've been mistaken, then I do apologise. And now at least we both know exactly where we are with this, don't we? Yeah. Oh, and what, just to be clear, while feeling sorry for George, I still utterly supported Fallon's decision to go and talk to. Uh, you know, talk to the parents. I was thinking she should have 
or could have said something herself to George. I think she made a fair point that, Mm. you know, with everything that's been happening in the news and the way, you know, the amount of kind of, he's a, you know, he's a grown man physically, isn't he? Yeah. She and 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 when she was when he was like you know I can keep secrets, Fallon. Mm. That was a bit kind of sinister. So I could understand why she might want to be nervous about that. Yeah, that's true. She might be tiny. Yeah, I mean, coming from the perspective of like schoolwork and stuff, whenever you whenever you get someone being odd with you, you do have to immediately report it to the school, so that Ah. there can't be anything that comes back on you later. Mm. Or anything like that, or anything that you think is out of place. Most of the time, it's like completely innocent, but it does, it does occur occasionally. Yeah, I think, I think it's out. Do you, I don't think George is now going to do anything. Do you? No, I think it's out of his system. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting window into how. I think it's they're building George as a character, and it's just a series of these kind of interesting vignettes mm. about who he is. So, you know, he's super ambitious, but also thoroughly incompetent. He's got massive ego and also quite, you know, huge balls when it comes to just throwing himself into things like trying to, what was it, like trying to, when he did that fake sales pitch to Eddie, (laughs) that, you know, so I think it's just, he's obviously been, it's a bit like um, uh, Madeline was saying about when she first arrived on the Archers, they told her to just be like a kind of junior Tracy. Yeah. So it's it's back to then when she had a driving lesson and all these other things. Mm. They're building. He's going to have a big 2023, I think. Yeah, I hope so. I I think it will be. Mm. He'll be an interesting character for sure. Yeah. Um. One thing you just reminded me of there when you were talking, which is sort of slightly unrelated, but I wanted to touch on, is the David and Ruth. Um. You know the the sort of little f- cracks in their relationship where they're fundamentally disagreeing about quite serious things. Um, that's being hinted at. You said earlier, Peter, there have been clues. And I, I do hope and think that possibly it's going to lead to them eventually splitting up. I'll be, I'll be up for that. It, 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 was it, who was it? One of you told me maybe that Brian's affairs were because they realised that Brian and Jennifer couldn't carry on as they were for, for decades. That was the, the actor himself said that, they got to a point where they're like, "There's nothing to write for this. These, this, these two. What are we going to do mm. with them?" Yeah, and someone in the room said, "Wandering Eye." And so then now you've got the same thing with um, mm. those two. You know, it's just getting very boring. Yeah, and I don't think they are singing from the same hymn sheet on quite a few things. So no. I don't know. By the way, if we need a segue to um, the uh, tedious Carol oh, yeah, story, then then we got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of the chronic calls? they were chronic not half that was supposed to be the creme de la creme what pip talking about mold wine oh i love hot wine me when i'm looking after martha also yeah uh, no rosie 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 Rosie. i didn't say natasha at least (laughs) it's a it's a cast name massacre this week i thought ed was playing the drums instead of lee listen it's christmas fog isn't it you know yeah, and I've been yeah, I've been I've been on planes and trains yeah. and all sorts this in the last mm. few days. So. Rumours that we literally do nothing except for talk about and listen to the archers are slightly exaggerated. <laughs> only slightly. Yeah. yeah. Her story was terrible though, wasn't it? Like and that's why it always reminds me. You know, oh how was it? And then but then uh, but and then Will Grundy's one mm. with you know, I got a nice bike story. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) I actually thought that was quite good. I mean, you could see what was coming a mile off, could you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, hang on a minute. What was it? A yellow bike with the brand name written in black? Yeah, Dave Glow. I did enjoy that bit. Mm. Uh, but Trace has been an absolute cracker all week, hasn't she? I mean, like, you know, just the, it was quite moving, the pair of them kind of talking about how much they, they want to commit to each other. And then the kind of the, the, the sort of farcical attempts by um, Brad and Chelsea to try and manage the situation as well. Yeah. That, I don't know, it got a little bit like, oh, God, that they're trying to, they've now put both of them off, haven't they? <laughs> Ever proposing yes. to anybody. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, if they'd just let things happen, it would have been quite sweet if Jazza had suddenly proposed to Tracy. I thought. Yeah, what were the two the two ideas that it, both of them had on Monday's episode? Because Brad went, "We could," no, that would be too expensive. And then Chelsea went, "Maybe they could." Um, no, that wouldn't be fair on the pigs. And I was like, "What the hell was Chelsea's <laughs> suggestion?" Do you think yeah. there's a Do you think there's a tendency with a new? script editors to try and keep a kind of high octane pace all the time and they don't realize that actually archers fans are quite kind of Mm. they like a bit of of slow moving plot and actually we don't need to have some big drawn out thing with chelsea and jazza they could they we could we would have been perfectly happy with a you know a start to the year that was just people pickling around you know uh um some kind of like over the over the garden fence style yeah. chats. Like I really enjoyed the shopping trip with Brian, mm. Kate, and um, uh, sorry, Natasha. Um, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Tash and um, Alice. Yeah, so did I. It's a, you know to the script editors, editors and the script writers, more of that, please. Less of this need to make everything into a big plot. Like we don't need three weeks of Jazza and Tracy. Yeah, the sort of farcical things where some people know stuff and some people don't know stuff, and they've got to pretend things and. <sighs> Yeah, it would have been good if Tracy had said to the kids, I want to propose to Jazza on New Year's Eve, just as the bells are tolling, blah, blah, blah. They could be all excited, excited. And if Jazza hadn't said anything to anybody and then just proposed on Boxing Day. Yeah, because you thought that or that they would they were going to jinx each other and say it at it exactly the same mm. time on New Year's Eve, which would have been kind of that was kind of what I thought, thought might was coming. Might be coming, yeah. can't speak. It still could, it still could. Yeah, I'd, one thing I did like was from tonight when Jazza said, uh, you know, I've been thinking about what you've been saying and, you know, you're really, you might be young, but you're really wise. And Jazza was like, no, we ain't. <laughs> yeah. Brad, Brad was like, yeah, we're just kids. We don't know anything. Yeah, that was brilliant. And the, the, all all three were acting and acting a storm. Yeah. That was really yeah. good. And it showed how tight they are. They all actually properly love each other, don't they? It's the most convincing household, yeah. I think, by a by a country mile. And although actually that said, uh, the Brian and the Brian and the Brian uh, uh, Tasha and Tasha <laughs> trip to town was, you know, sorry, that's not that was. It's not me trying to rinse a joke again and again. It's genuinely my brain has died and I can't remember any of the names anymore. <laughs> I tell you, Natasha's going in the title this week. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I it, it was a shame that we missed out on in the chronic alls was. Um, Jacob's tale about Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I know you would have actually tuned in for an entire episode. Yes, yeah. She, I rejected Jacob's tedium. Is that the first Linda you've done? No, you've done Linda before, haven't you? I think so. Yeah. It's Linda meets Lady Macbeth today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just me. That bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was going to talk about Brussels sprouts. I, I wanted to hear it. 
It would have been good if he'd have, he'd have been on if it was a mic'd up event because I got the impression it wasn't, and if they'd have just done what the archers did, which was just fading down <laughs> yes. slowly as he's talking. Oh god! And what about Ben's um, shoe box full of tinfoil? <sighs> which he's now going to de brilliant mm. and send send it in looking terrible so rosie's like mm. uh, also the thing that got me about that was pips there looking at it going even madison's looked brilliant and lot has always been disorganized and i was like hang on you haven't seen her for 30 years <laughs> everyone's bloody disorganized when yeah, they're that like irritated me just out of nappies how mm-hmm. do you know that irritated me just this immediate sort of like depth to their friendship out of nowhere yeah I saw, I saw that. Um, so, you know, I was saying about George being uh, like a big one for 2023. Mm. Um, sort of editorial conversation on air. How about we do some ads and then we sort of talk about the few characters we want to see, like, you know, looming large yeah. for the next year. Yeah. Mm. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Matthew, you go first. Who do, who do you want to hear from this year? I mean, okay, let's just get the, the big ones out of the way. We all want to hear Jim, right? Yep. Okay, so who else? Uh, I'd quite like a return of Russ in some, yes. in some kind of Grey Gables capacity, I reckon. So do we each get three? Okay, so you're having Russ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jim, obviously. Yeah. And I don't think we can look much further than Chelsea. But can we Can we put Brad and Chelsea in together? Yeah, they come as one, I think. Okay. Okay. Right. You do want to? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to say? Is it's like um, Desert Island Discs? Jim is like the Bible, <laughs> yeah. or, or like the religious text. We just take that as a given. I don't think Jim. I don't think Jim would like being the Bible, would he? Yeah, no. I love the irony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who do you, who do you want as the third one then? So we've had Chelsea, Chelsea and Brad together. Russ, yeah, yep. just being greedy. Uh, Jim is the Bible, and oh, he put me on the spot. You go, Kerry. Circle back. Well, to me. I was going to say Brad. Um, I want to see big stuff happening for Brad. I think he's but you can lift you can lift him out as a big big one. Yeah, I think. he's bubbling you know, under, yeah. isn't he? He's he's start fleshing out and bubbling under. <laughs> and I've got the like third. And um, it's Paul. Oh, Paul! Yes, because he's vanished again, hasn't he? And yeah. who? My bright brain has gone. Uh, my Brian. My Brian. My Brian. <laughs> can, I pick, can I pick one for you, Kerry? I think you're going to agree Your with. Your brain normally goes Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't screamed the gills I, at microphone shattering. It circled. That was what I was going to say. Gills. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but then the other one was oh, I've forgotten his bloody name. The slave. Oh, Blake. Yes, Blake. <laughs> Okay, I can, I can understand why you took a while to say that. Yeah, yeah but yeah, okay, the slave. I'll just write it down. Elixender pencil, the slave. Okay, right, that's written down. So yeah. I had Brad, the gills, and a circle that was empty because I forgot Blake's name. Ah, uh, so you kind of covered off all my. Um, I took. Who would I. Okay, so I really. I know you two don't have much time for him, but I'm quite enjoying this Ardil and Lily thing. So I think I'm going to have Ardil in mm. there. 
because I quite like him. Also, I like a bit like with Russ, even if you don't like him, I like all the stuff that happens around him. Like I really enjoy the fact that he's making, you know, Lily go crazy. And I think that'll be quite fun where they get together with Kirsty. Um, Also Rex and Toby, can I have them as one? Yes. Yeah. Rex and Toby. I always feel a kind of calm when they're around, they're sort of just nice, solid characters, and they always interplay with people very nicely. And that, I just thought of it, and then my brain turned to shit. So who it's was not Natasha? The, is funny it? how none of no. them are the archers, isn't it? Funny. <laughs> there was one glorious um, week about a year ago when there wasn't a single member of the archers family in the archers. Oh, lovely. I've got a, um, I've got an archers relative. I've got a pargeter, Freddie. Who Carrie, I know Carrie's yeah. very fond of. Yeah. But I'd like to see a lot more Freddie. I think that he he is uh he's gonna go into you know, whatever they do with him is gonna be interesting. He's 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 there's so many, so much potential to do fun things with mm. him. And also he was very I think Kerry, you were the loudest voice on this, but he was very likable when Kerry was having not Kerry, <laughs> Chelsea was having <laughs> hell. <laughs> honestly, look, if you guys want to sack me today, this is the play I would honestly We've all just up you go for it. Today, so, yeah. yeah, but um, no, I mean, I thought that when Chelsea was having her problems, I thought that, like you said, Kerry, Freddie was absolutely wonderful mm-hmm. and very, you know, well acted and very compelling. Yeah. If, if Graham Souness was in charge of this podcast, he'd have hooked you after 23 minutes or something. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Graham. That's actually quite generous of you. I wouldn't have, yeah, let me let me ramble on that long. Is it fair to say, maybe for all of us, but particularly for you, Peter, uh, the noticeable omissions from your three, um, have we fallen out of Leonard a little, of love, fallen out of Leonard? <laughs> Shitting hell. That's what the Yorkshire have we fallen- did. Have we fallen out of love with Leonard due to his guilty by association with Jill? And have we just fallen out of love with Vince because of mm. the what they've done to the character? Yeah, Vince Vince is... See, I can forgive any amount of um, like uh, uh, um, evil, for want of a better word. Like, Tiger was occasionally a real shitbag. Some of the stuff he did to Lillian was truly awful. But it, he was always such a great character. And the same thing with... But, but Vince is not... It's just not true to life. It's not true to life that he can be, you know, literally scene to scene, change personality completely. And if I can't invest in a character um, scene to scene, then I just lose all interest, you know, Mm. altogether. Yeah, true. Yeah, have I got a couple of minutes to just, I've had an idea of a little game, a parlour game, because it's it's New Year's (laughs) Eve, nearly. Um, Matthew, I'm going to send you four names. And you've got to do very quick impersonations of these. Oh, no. <laughs> Peter's got to guess who they are. It's a okay. bit like, you know, the Rizzler game where you put the name of someone. And they're all from the Archers. So here you, here you go. I mean, can I make them so obvious? Yes. Yeah, Did do it... what you like. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Let me just get the, no- the nasal bit. Okay. Okay. So for next year's Christmas production... Oh yeah, well, thank you, Linda. Yeah, okay. very good. And also, I wouldn't. You didn't need to do the. That was a good one. You didn't. You didn't need to do the 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 the, the actual verbal cue. The accent was good enough. Okay. Um, bloody hell, Kerry! All right, okay, I can actually just do that. Kerry, have you seen? No, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do him. It's impossible. He's just born with that voice, isn't he? Kerry, have you seen my cravat? 
Oh, it's Brian. Yay. Oh, okay. All right. Only because you said the word cravat. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go then. Has anyone seen Rosie? No, that's not Clary. You could think that's Clary. Um, I can't do her voice. There must be there must be a talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that it must be Pip then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've taken yeah. the heat off me. And uh, Jazza. Oh, Justin Elliott. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> It's Tracy. No. <laughs> oh, it, was it that bad? Uh, say something I, that he would say. Uh, oh, oh, Neil. Neil Carter. <laughs> oh, Hang on, let me try again. Is there any, no, I can't do him. The pressure's on. What? It's just I love him so much. Um, oh, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sending yeah. you four now, Peter. Okay. All Go right. for it. Peter's going to... I mean, this guy... You've put me up against someone who won an actor. I know. Here, Kerry. It's not fairy. Oh, am I, am I? Okay, so I've got these ones then. Oh, right. All right, my lovelies. Time for some singing. Uh, Jolene. Really? Okay, yeah. Um, this one. Matthew, we've been special friends for a while now, but, you know, not like that. George. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it Fallon? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're, it's, God, they're, bloody hell, Kerry, you're giving me all the wurzels. Yeah. I couldn't do it because of my big brain seat. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> yeah. I can see um, why you won the then, award. Oh, <laughs> this, one's, this one is f***ing impossible. Right, so this one is next level difficult. Um, you, uh, it's, e- it's the easiest one for you to get, but it's, it's like you might, for, for the sake of my ego, you do so ways to speak your age. <laughs> I'm just going to do a f***ing generic half shit Scottish accent. Uh, Natasha? <laughs> Yeah, Natasha. Thank you, thank you. She's, it's so because the, the Welsh the Welsh accents it's quite subtle, so it's actually quite difficult oh, to do. Thank you for that, lads. I, I, I believe that was Jazza, right? That last one. Yeah. Oh, I, feel I exhausted. sprung it upon you, so I'm sorry, but I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, I've, I've got. I've got. I've, I have genuinely got a stress headache oh. now. Um, <laughs> anyway, Carrie, thank you for that exquisite torture. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, talking of exquisite torture. Um, People can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Who wants to go first? Go on. First one of the year. Let's, let's f*** the system. Matthew, you go first. Facebook okay. and Instagram first. Okay. So we've got a Facebook group called The Cider Shed Podcast, and we have an Instagram page, which I was trolling everyone with animals and pints and stuff over the Christmas period. That's called, what's it called? At the Cider Shed Pod. <laughs> Natasha? Um, <laughs> um, our Twitter is at the Cider Shed Pod. We've got approaching three thousand followers, uh, so come along there and tweet along um, to the weekday episodes and the Sunday omnibus. And you can find us on Patreon at Patreon forward slash the Cider Shed. Um, as we've said many times recently, you know, uh, and sincerely, any help is hugely appreciated. I mean, um, guys, I, I sent. Um, Kerry and Matthew on WhatsApp a a particularly fetching pink and green football shirt. I was thinking of buying myself mm. with my Patreon money. I felt like I had to. I felt like it was like a gift from an uncle or an aunt at Christmas. Oh. Like I, I, you know, you shouldn't just spend it on something tedious and domestic. So I was thinking of getting myself a nice football shirt. Um, it was great. With some, I like the look of that. Yeah, J- Japan third kit. Um, but yes, yeah, so and honestly, we're we're very very grateful. Um, but do you know what I just suddenly thought of was. Um, 
we only had like basically three quarters of a week's break. And I think everyone can tell we've been f***ing shocking this week. <laughs> it's a bit like Calvin Phillips coming back from the World Cup, but a stone and a half overweight. <laughs> to his... um, so, yeah, we, we will be back next week. Um, maybe better, maybe worse. Who well, knows? You won't be but here, please Peter. listen. It's moving day for you, isn't it? But this is the thing. That's why, that's why it was so nice having last week off, because normally for a week off, it means I'm off doing something, you know, equally tiring or more mm. tiring. So now I'll be moving house. So, yeah, next week, please, yeah, uh, enjoy. So it will be better. Off, <laughs> Kerry. <laughs> I don't mean that. It was a, it was an open goal that really was. She it? absolutely I meant did that. Not, but I, I she's, in, she's incapable of lying. She's incapable of lying. It might have been, a, it might have been a, uh, it might have been a small lie. Sorry, it might have been a small, only slightly hurtful truth, but it was the truth. I, I would have said that whoever there. had said it. All three of us and and the listeners don't believe exactly. that. Exactly. But good luck with the move, Peter. I mean, it's yeah, a yeah. thing to do. Okay, very, very quickly. Do you think I enjoy packing and moving or do you think I hate it? <laughs> Is this another quiz? <laughs> no, I'm no, gonna, it's very quick. I'm going to go long and think you hate it. Detest. Kerry? Detest. Fucking love packing. Absolutely adore it. Fussing over things, putting things in little boxes. Yeah, that's me. Anyway. Mm, okay. Marie Kondo. My inner Marie Kondo sings. If you had bags of time, I think you probably could enjoy it. If you had yeah. bags of time, you'd just be moving your spice and herb factory, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. All right, shut it down. As I've said before, shut Thank it down. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for the bye, new bye, as well, everybody. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. See you, bye. <laughs> see you. Bye. Hang on.